Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. At a time before Jesus went to the cross, he sat on the Mount of Olives with his disciples. In a private moment with them, they asked about the end of the age. Jesus shared with them the things that will take place and the sign of his coming. He talked about the great tribulation and that no one knows the day or the hour of his coming except our Father in heaven. Jesus explains that at the appointed time of our Father, there will be a separation of those who have received him and those who have rejected him. Let us read of that time and what will take place. Matthew chapter 25 verses 31 to 46 When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? or thirsty, and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger, and take you in? Or naked, and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick, or in prison, and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Assuredly, I say to you, Inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. 
and these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Jesus, the Son of Man, is coming back. He's coming with his holy angels. He will sit in his rightful place on the throne of glory. All the nations, tribes and people will be gathered. As the Good Shepherd, he sets apart his sheep. Those who have received him and his right to rule and reign are blessed. As Jesus says in verse 34, Come, you blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Inheritance is not something that can be earned. It is a gift. The legal right is determined by identity. Usually it is the children of the deceased that inherit. In Christ Jesus we are adopted into the Beloved. We inherit the identity of Jesus and his relationship with God the Father. We become a child of God. And through our identity in Jesus, we receive his inheritance as we, as firstborn sons, become a child of God. All those who receive him and his right to rule and reign are his sheep, set apart at his right hand, that is in the position of power and inheritance, the same place of where Jesus is right now. And we live in his eternal kingdom that was prepared before the foundation of the world for us. This has always been God's plan. Even knowing the rebellion of humanity. Yes, even knowing our own failures and weaknesses. Before we were even born, God prepared a place for us. Jesus makes it very clear we cannot earn or possess his kingdom through good works. God has blessed us and brought us into his family and kingdom through receiving Jesus, receiving his life, death and resurrection. The outworking of his kingdom within us is how we see others and do relationships. Jesus reveals the care he and the Father have towards others especially the poor and the outcast. His concern for the basic human need for clean drinking water, nutritious food, adequate clothing, good health, community and freedom from captivity. All these Jesus lists as a personal concern to him. He declares, I was hungry, you gave me food. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was a stranger, you took me in. I was naked, you clothed me. I was sick, you visited me. I was in prison, you came to me. Jesus makes himself and relationship with others personal. There is no separation of relationships with Jesus and with others especially within the flock, especially those who have received him. Jesus said in verse 40, 
Inasmuch as you do it to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. Using the words my brethren, Jesus reminds his disciples of a previous time when he declared those who have received him are part of his family. Jesus is not only referring to a family of physical birth. Let us look at that earlier time. Matthew chapter 12, verses 48 to 50. But he answered and said to the one who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And he stretched out his hand towards his disciples and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. All who do the will of my Father in heaven is my brother. After his death and resurrection, Jesus used the term again in reference to his disciples in Matthew chapter 28, verse 10. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. In the text of the sheep and the goats, Jesus very clearly shows his disciples throughout all the ages what his kingdom should look like. It is interesting to note that the sheep were not aware of their acts of kindness. There was no hidden agenda or need to do the good works, as they asked the Lord, When did we do such things? Jesus said, Assuredly, I say to you, Inasmuch as you do it to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. The way they have treated others is evidenced of the work of God in them. For such is God's healing mission in Jesus. And Jesus declared his mission at the beginning. It is recorded in Luke chapter 4, verses 18 to 19. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. His mission continues by his Spirit in and through his disciples. There is only one ministry, and that is the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ in which every disciple has a part. To know him and his love, living in the daily journey of surrender of selfish desires, receiving and responding to his love, being transformed into his character by his love, and the outworking of that in our relationships with each other. Then Jesus turns his attention to those on the left. In complete contrast to his own on the right, 
Jesus declares to them on the left the pathway they have chosen. Remembering to those on the right, he says, come. But to those on the left, he says, depart from me. That was the choice they made. They refused to receive Jesus. Therefore now they are to enter into the destiny of their choosing. Jesus said in verse 41, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Jesus doesn't curse them. They have become cursed as a result of their rejecting Jesus and his right to rule and reign. Jesus came to set humanity free from all the curses. The curses were the result of humanity giving their power over to evil and selfish desires. Unlike those on the right who are free of all curses and blessed of the Father, those on the left remain cursed. They are bound to evil and selfish desires, and it is their chosen destination. This is the direct result of rejecting Jesus, as they have rejected their only pathway to salvation. They will stand before the throne and be judged accordingly. Revelation chapter 20, verses 10 to 15. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night for ever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works, by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death, and anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Jesus shows how evil and self are totally opposed to God and his kingdom. In rejecting him, it is effectively choosing to align oneself with evil and selfish desires. With the sheep and the goats, Jesus makes himself personal. He declares to the goats on his left, I was hungry, and you did not give me food. I was thirsty, and you did not give me drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. I was naked, and you did not clothe me. I was sick, and in prison, and you did not visit me. The response of those who rejected Jesus reveals their heart of pride. 
Lord, when did we not minister or serve you? They see each one according to their own selfish desires and their prideful heart in defining the outworking of respect and equality as servitude. Instead of seeing each one as Jesus does, equal. Jesus said to them, These things you did not do unto the least, therefore you did not do unto me. They would consider those who were without the basic human needs as the least. Jesus is saying, in fact, those you consider the least, they are as me. The king of all kings aligns himself with those who the world considers cursed. Yet it is those on the left who are the ones that are cursed. Jesus will separate the sheep. Those who have received him will be separated from the goats, those who have rejected him. It is the inheritance of every disciple of Jesus to live in the reality of his kingdom, where the least are raised up, equal, equal. Everyone is equal in Jesus. He gives his honour, identity, inheritance and respect to all who are willing to receive it. Through surrender of self-will to the will of our Father, His kingdom becomes established in our hearts and minds. Each day living in the reality of the transforming work of the Holy Spirit, our relationships with one another are also transformed as we then see each other through His eyes of love. As a result, there is no selfish intent in what we do, for we have surrendered them to Jesus and been transformed by him. The outworking of his love in us becomes the witness to the world. Each individual has a choice. Jesus said, Come, you blessed of my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. He also said, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Everyone has free choice, and the choice is clear. To receive Jesus and enter into his kingdom of eternal life, or reject Jesus and enter into the kingdom of eternal bondage. Who do you choose? The heart of God is to choose Him, choose life, choose eternity. If you have never received Jesus, just say yes to Jesus. And each day go on the incredible journey of surrendering of self-will and receiving more of Him. More of his love, his joy, his peace, his goodness, his kindness, his gentleness, his faithfulness, his self-control. And out of his transforming work, the world will see Jesus. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.